This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Fast, fast. Using digital and automation and one to many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. Well, welcome to this week's Inner Circle Call. So today is a hot seat after um, well, essentially some badgering from you guys. I've um, unknowingly spoken about Trevor a couple of times, well, more than a couple of times in previous sessions. And we've had uh, quite a few of you contact us and say, hey, can, we, uh, can you connect me with Trevor? Or um, uh, can we hear more about what Trevor's done, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So rather than Trevor be um, approached four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times with the same questions, we're going to hold a hot seat. And... What Trevor's done is two things which are outstanding. Number one, um, in fact, take a step back first of all. The, the thing I love about Trevor is um, he, well, not only he's got a massive opportunity in front of him, which we'll come to in a second, but it's his, it's his mindset. So, for example, Trevor's approach is I'm going to take this one part of my business and absolutely nail it. I'm going to leave all the shiny stuff. I'm going to nail this. I'm going to nail this part of it. So this strategy, I'm going to nail it. So it's absolutely running like clockwork. Then I'm going to move on to the next pillar, the next pillar, etc. So rather than implement three, four, five things at one time, and we do something at 30, 40, 50%, he's taking one element and he's absolutely killing it. Um, in this instance, uh, he is uh, going to share with you two cool things he's doing. One is essentially around some use of uh, automation, and second is his use of VAs. So the hot seat is going to be a, a really warts and all from Trevor himself. So... Uh, when Trevor and I first spoke, there was real excitement on my part because he's got a huge opportunity. One side of his business is set up really well, which is this side. The second side needs to be now be um, well, no, needs to be implemented and needs to get working in a similar similar vein. But today, what we're going to do is focus on what Trevor's done in terms of the the candidate side and the VA side and the automation side. Now, just quick heads up, guys. Coming in the next four weeks, we have got hands-on sessions whereby we are going to be building certain components into your authority um, authority marketing and your authority tools. So, Trevor, are you there? Yes, I am here. Hey, Trevor, how are you doing? Good, good. Okay, good. Let's do it then, Trevor. So, um, probably the, as we briefly um, laid out before, probably the best way to do this is break this down into two, two sections, really. Um, just to make it uh, something that can be almost reproduced in understanding. So from you know everyone else is on the, on the course, so they can just process it in a nice, simple way. Um, so what we do, if it's called cool you, Trevor, is first of all, let's have a bit of background, you know, who you are, your, your background in recruitment, your business. Then maybe go into um, what was happening before you you took the ball by the horns and you started to implement the use of VA, started to implement the use of um, automation this way. Just so, first of all, who you are, your business. And then perhaps move into you know what was happening in the business in the in the in the old days as such. Does that, does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've been doing recruitment now. I think it's since 2008, right around the beginning of 2008. Um, I work solely um, in the healthcare space, and I think knowing what I did before is really important. Which I was in the mortgage industry for 15 years, and then. 
Uh, I don't know if everyone heard about the meltdown in 2008 or not, but that wiped out <laughs> my business. You guys might have heard about it. And um, I really found I needed to find something new. My brother, um, my brother was in healthcare recruitment, and I asked him how much he earned, and that kind of got my attention. Um, my work, my wife is a nurse practitioner, so that also helped with the transition, uh, knowing what kind of jobs to seek out. But I think why, why that was important in my transition is that when I was in mortgages, I looked at myself that I used to sell money to people. And when I came into healthcare, I kind of took the attitude that, well, now what's my product that I'm selling? And really, it was, it was jobs. Yep. And I took more of a marketing approach. And I, I, I think the other recruiters that I knew, I don't know if they were really looking at it from that aspect. But that's kind of what my approach has been. Um, and really, your double R, double R campaign, I think I was, I was kind of doing. That was kind of my marketing view, which is what attracted me to joining the inner circle and just seeing what your views are on marketing to many and learning different concepts uh, other than just the double R, double R concept. Cool. So your, so your background then was in the mortgage industry. You've um, almost taken a product mindset to what we, you actually deliver to your clients and candidates. So, well, your clients in this case, so you deliver an actual jobs. Um, to help the transition, your brother's actually from a recruitment background, your, your wife's got in the healthcare, brought the two together, bang, I'm going to go into this marketplace. Simple as that, was it? Yep, that's it. Awesome. So in terms of um, when you started, so when the, so 2008 you started your business, um, if you think about when you started using you know, the, the VAs and you know, the, the automation build, the candidate side, which we'll focus on today, um, what was happening before the use of VAs? What was happening before the use of automation? What, was, what were the key frustrations or what was happening in the daily grind that made you think there's got to be a smarter way than this? Well, you know, when I first started out, I was much more um, reactionary to jobs rather than being proactive. So the process would come in, a, a job order would come in, and then I would start building a list to market to myself, and then I would go through primarily an e-marketing campaign um, to that list. Yeah. So generally it would take me probably two or three days to build that list, and then I would start marketing. And, and sometimes, most of the jobs that I'm in, there are several other recruiters working, so I would lose time yeah. in that spot. And so I started, as my business evolved, I started thinking, why not be proactive? Um, in my healthcare space, I always need critical care nurses. There are certain positions that just, you're just you're always going to need. And so I started, that's when I kind of started getting into the thought of adding some staff and helping to basically doing that sourcing piece for me. Yeah. So the challenge before then was you were going through a process whereby the role would come in, and as you say, that the key the key pain point, it was slow. So the role would come in, then we go out into, we drop what we're doing, we go out looking for candidates, and your mindset was, right, in the marketplace, there's X amount of candidates. If I've got all those X amount of candidates in a, in a barrel, it's like fish in a barrel, I can pick them out as and when I need them with the right marketing, et cetera, et cetera. That's the sort of mindset and which drove you to get that transition in terms of automation, built the data set. Is that correct? And from the staff yeah. side, it was very much a case of, well, you can't do it all. You know, you, you're a business owner, and you're a business owner, not a, a business doer, is what we really want to get towards. So, what, what year was this now, Trevor, where you started to go from, you started the business, so if we had a, a timeline as such, and we had 2008, and we've got 2017, at what point did you, did you go, you know what, I need to start um, 
I need to start getting the, the database built or I need to start using automation. I need to start using VAs. What point, when did that sort of happen in terms of the timeline? When did the sort of the, the light bulb go off? Well, the, the automation started coming in. I want to, I want to probably say maybe 2010, 2011. Was the first form of it, and nice. what I would utilize there is I was still re reactionary, I would say, because the job order would come in, and I mean the tool that I use to build my marketing lists. Yep. And so I was, I had, I then had one person who was U.S. based and is still with me, who a job order would come in for ICU for ICU nurses, intensive care nurses, and. I would say, okay, go get me intensive care nurses. And then maybe a day later now I would have an intensive care nurse list to add to my current list. Yep. And then we would go out and, and market them. I would say about three years ago now, maybe three and a half, so where that puts us back, somewhere around 2013, 2014, somewhere in that range. Yep. That's when I started using my VAs. Yep. And so what I started to do was with I would just put in keywords and I would be dumping entire searches into a group and then to marketing to them. Yep. Sometimes not even looking at the resumes, which was a really low accuracy. And it was just kind of like fire everything against the wall and see what came back. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really how I would do it. It was just about go, 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 go and try to get action coming in. And I mean, it, it, it worked to an extent, but I think the difference was then what kind of came on, my light bulb came on as I said, why not just do searches for all new registered nurses every week and have a group of people eyeballing the resumes and then putting them into a group. So where my accuracy was probably only 30 or 35 percent using keyword search, by now having live people look at the resumes, my accuracy now is probably somewhere around 80 to 90 percent. Got it. Got it. And so that, that kind of became a little bit of a game changer in 2013 because um, now what we're just doing is we're just searching for all nurses and I have three virtual assistants that get that, that get a work group per week and they're just going through all of those resumes which are typically around, around a total of about a thousand a week. Awesome. That's three videos are knocking out. Let's do this. Um, use some terminology here, which I think would be used to explain to everyone what, what you mean. So what do you mean by um, a work group? What do you mean by a list? Um, just give some context around what those are, just so everyone's clear on what we're actually dealing with. So what's a work group? Okay. What's a list? Um, what's a live okay, so, live review, etc.? So, all right. So the list is just you know going to and typing in keywords for a particular job that I need. So if it's an ICU nurse, I might have five or six keywords that would be common on, on a resume. Yep. So we'd put those keywords in, we'd get, a, we'd get a list back, and then I would just dump them, what I call it, into my ICU group. That's within my database. Got it. So, and I wasn't even viewing those resumes. So now what's changed is the VAs are actually, I then, so we'll pull out now, we'll pull out like maybe a thousand resumes a week, and I'll divvy up a work group, so three or four hundred resumes will get into each individual VA's, what I call their work group. Got it. And what's the, what's the definition of a work group? Just that, I, I know, that's just what we call it in my database. So I, in my database, I will just take evenly divide our thousand resumes over our three VA's, and I'll just blindly dump those three to four hundred 
per VA into what I call their, quote, work group. They will then actually go to that work group, and then they will start live looking. They will actually eyeball every single resume and put them into the correct group. Got it. Okay, got it. Um, let's do this then. So you've got a process now. You're bringing in 1,000 resumes per week. Now, um, just want everyone on the call to get some context. So if you're in a marketplace, you're going, yeah, but Andy, in my marketplace, there's only 10,000 candidates. Or in my marketplace, there's only uh, – there's 500 in each, and I've only got 10 niches, whatever it might be, so um, I don't need a volume strategy. The principle was this, guys. The principle was this. What Trevor said right at the start was, if a role comes in, if a role comes in, and then we have to drop what we're doing, we have to go out and proactively look for candidates online, we've then got a lag time of, a, of, of half a day, a day, two days, three days. We're actually going out to look. If they're in our database, then... We, they're actually in front of us now, and we can use strategies to engage with them immediately. So no matter where you are, the, the strategy and the, and the principle of having all of your – as much as possible, as many as possible of your candidates in your database is relevant to every single one of you, no matter what marketplace you're in, no matter what marketplace you're in. So if you're using LinkedIn, for example, I've got 30,000 contacts on LinkedIn. Yeah, how does LinkedIn work for you when you send an email or a, a, a message, etc.? It's So we want to have this offline database. And this is what Trevor's done really, really well. So first of all, just get that um, mindset that if we can have as many candidates and all, all clients in our database offline, we can then actually, almost like a fish in a barrel, go out and extract them as and when we want them. So the principle applies to all of you. Um, Trevor, um, I think it might be of use to, to do the following. If you if you um, if you think it, it makes sense, also, and sort of uh, laying out in a five-year-old terms what you're doing. Um, maybe first off, going through the 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 structure of your VA team. So how it's structured, um, how you manage them, how you lay out the work, how you manage the work, etc. Uh, and we go through a set of steps there. What, what actually what that actually looks like. Then secondly, actually going th um, step by step and how you actually use the tool. Um, and how you actually get the, the thousand um, per week coming in? Do you think that makes sense? Sure. Yeah. And if, if there's some value to it, I'll, I'll, I can also talk a little bit about how I hired them and started them as well. Uh, that's gonna, yeah, that'd be incredibly, um, incredibly useful. So let's let's do this then. If we go through um, part one, let's focus on the VAs, and let's start at the beginning. Um, hiring process right the way through to management implementation. Now, so yeah, it's. Um, You've got the floor. Over to you. So right from the start, that'd be, that'd be awesome, Trevor. Any questions, guys? Just put capital Q in, in the in the chat box. So my, you know, my, the first thing I looked at when I was going to hire the VAs, I purposely overhired, um, and, and the reason I did that, I figured I would need somewhere, probably about three VAs is where I thought I would need wind up going. So I think originally I hired six six the VAs, and and the big reason I did that is I could train all of the people at the same time. Rather than hiring one, training, fail, next, it's like I've wasted time. So by over-hiring, knowing that some of them are going to fail, um, I could then just do my training session one time with everybody and see how they went. So I think that was um, important to do. And I, I also think that when you're hiring your VAs, I would recommend doing it, just telling them it's on a temporary basis. Say this is going to be a temporary two-week trial system, so then they don't have an expectation that it's a full-time position. And then the ones that you really like, you can say, okay, I'm going to hire you full-time uh, into it. So that, that was the, the first thing um, that I did. And, it, it, and I also planned on putting time into it. I mean, it is... I, 
when you first get into it, I mean, it's uncomfortable and it takes time and you have to plan to teach them and train them by having a set amount of your goals, having metrics for them. And I had kind of a little syllabus on how I was going to train them and go through them. So I think that's, that's an important um, aspect yeah. on, on hiring them. So now kind of what my process is if, um, moving forward after I, I've hired and trained them. And, and really what the training came down to is just looking at resumes and being able to identify what those candidates do. What I was, what I told them is I really need you to focus on what the person's done for the last two years. So for my industry, it's pretty simple. I mean, you're either an ICU nurse or you're not. You're either an emergency room nurse or you're not. So I would just tell them to focus on looking at keywords, what they've done the last two years, and assign them into the particular group. Now, what I did to quality control them in the beginning, I had one U.S.-based person um, that creates the list. And so what I did to quality control them is we would pull 10% of the resumes that the VAs did per week. And then, so if they did 300, you'd pull 30 resumes for them. And my expectation, I, I think at the beginning, I can't remember if I said it was 80 or 90%. So they need to be 80 or 90% accurate um, on, on that. And then I then tied that into a bonus for the VA. So they, if they, they, they needed to work a minimum of 30 hours um, I also I also physically reviewed resumes myself to, to come up with the metrics saying what's my expectation of how many resumes they should be doing per hour and so I, I I came up with a number at the time I think it was like 10 or 11 resumes an hour was kind of my expectation so if they did if they maintained an 80% accuracy rate and did 10 to 11, 10 to 11 resumes per hour worked a minimum of 30 hours a week um, then they would get a $25 a week bonus, which sounds so little to anyone here, but trust me, to the VAs, that's a lot of money. Yeah. What did you say? What you say that what that bonus was? Sorry, Trevor. What did you say it was? Twenty. I, I pay I, 25 bucks a week. That's that's the bonus, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I'm paying them. And I'm paying them three dollars an hour. Cool. Just when we first started, that was my pay structure with them, and. That was the bonus side, so the person would go through and, and kind of QC just to make sure that, um, that that's there. So I've gone from before when I was just creating these lists, my accuracy was 30 to 35%. So it'll be up now at 80 or 85% accuracy that I'm marketing to was a, a big uh, shift change. It helped quite a bit. Discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one too many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out RecruitmentMarketingInternational.com.